Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? I hate them. How'd they even get on board? Director Fury told me specifically to get these snakes off this gosh darn helicarrier. I may be paraphrasing slightly. I'm your host, Rob Logan. In the studio with me this week, Mike Volpe. Yep. And Paulo. You know what you did. <laughs> Whoa. I feel it's like uh, it's the judge's table on America's Got Talent. Everyone has to have a signature like thing. I'm just going to do something different all the time. All the time. So you're the Howard Stern of us. Trying to keep everybody on their toes. Sure, sure. I've got my sexy Kathleen Turner raspy voice going on today. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah, which is uh, essentially just a chest cold. So I'm all congested up. You'd think right since- now some girl in her car just swerved off the road because she's like, <laughs> who is this sexy man I'm hearing on my radio? <laughs> even though they would have to go out of their way to like even hear right, me. Right, but maybe with. they're downloading the episode oh, for the first okay. time. Yeah. 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 I'm all sultry and That's right. silk. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I do want to remind people that we have a Tumblr out there that we are trying to get people to follow because we like it a lot better than Facebook. So you can go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Tumblr in order to follow us and do so. That will bring you there. Also, nominations have closed on the Geek Gen Awards, but the voting is now open. So you can go to thegeekgeneration.com slash awards. That will bring you to a voting page. I've tallied up all of your nominations and put together a voting sheet. This time, it's much less work. All you have to do is click your favorites mm. in each category and submit that form. The more votes we get, the more fun this is. Because it does make it more competitive. I'm going to leave those votes open until February 6th. Oh, and then we See, will. Voting is fun and easy. It is and fun and easy. Clicking is fun and easy. <laughs> All you have to do is hit buttons. I love doing surveys. Like anytime I get an email, it's like, hey, we have a survey. I'm like, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> do you really? I really do because I don't know why. There's just something about doing a survey. I can be like, I could fuck up your whole business right now by clicking no. <laughs> Amazon pays me to take surveys. Do they? Yeah. I'm part of the Amazon preview program. Oh. So every now and then they'll contact me and they want me to read like a premise for a TV show or a movie yeah. or to watch a pilot or uh, like I watched a, a an hour and a half movie that was all made in animatics. So it wasn't actually the people acting. It was voice acting going mm-hmm. on. And I was looking at drawings of like storyboards of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I watched that and I actually enjoyed it. And then cool. you fill out a survey afterwards. And depending on how long it takes you, like how long it should take you. Like I watched a TV pilot the other day and took a 15 minute survey and they sent me uh, $10 of Amazon credit. Oh, nice. And they'll nice. send me, I do like maybe one or two a month of those. Oh, I like that. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. I don't know how they select people for it. I just got like a thing. All of a sudden, like, you've been selected for Amazon Preview. Okay. Sure. Oh, we'll have to look for it. Oh, I popped. I'll have yeah. to look for it. Sorry. <laughs> My big gums are smacking together or something. I don't know what's going on. I got, I got Gary syndrome over here. Gary syndrome. Yeah. We both. We both. We both. <laughs> yeah. So those are open until February 6th. Again, you can cast your votes at thegeekgeneration.com slash awards. Let's do some geek outs. Yay! Volpe. Well. Well. You guys are always talking about those fun things you are, those boxes that'll get shipped to your house, like the geek box yeah, and all that there's stuff. There's so many different kinds now. Well, I came across one 
Because I was looking for food ones as what else would I, if I'm not looking at naked girls, I'm looking at food. So <laughs> it's send me gluten free. Okay. So it's a box full of like oh, gluten free yeah. stuff. Yep. Because I found that I'm not, I don't have celiac, uh-huh. but I'm sensitive to certain things. Did like you post a bu- picture of that the other day? I did. Okay. From the Wesley Fitness page. That's why it sounds familiar yeah. to me. Uh, so I ordered a box to see what would happen. It's going to come to the gym and see what it has. Cool. But I'm excited because now I understand what everybody else is like geeking out about. Right. I'm like, I have no idea what's going to be in this thing. It's like Christmas. It's going to hit in a yeah, giant orange yeah. box and I'm going to open it and it's going to be full of like yeah. samples and products and coupons. And I'm like, woohoo. I kind of want to try the Japan crate one just yeah. because. Yeah. Just for the, the, the fact that those are things I'm not going to get anywhere mm-hmm. else. It's going to be totally new stuff to mm-hmm. me. And I'll probably only like half of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, they have to pay for half a surprise. <laughs> they have other ones too. Like, uh, we, this one came in the actual like physical mail the other day. Was like a coupon for Grays, which is like a mm-hmm. like oh a I use that yeah yeah I love Grays so you know what it is Grays yeah. the snacks that I get oh, every Grays. week yeah yeah Grays yeah so it's like a box of like nuts and other yeah. snacks and stuff and I mean I guess it's so popular now that it's even coming through the regular mail which I thought was kind of weird but you know what do you mean coming through the regular mail like I got a coupon for Grays oh in like just one of those, like, like a mailer yeah like in sure. one of those like value pack I highly things. recommend Grays I love them yeah. they're fantastic and I believe I have an affiliate link at thegeekgeneration.com slash Grays oh nice I think so and if not I will by the time this show goes up <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that these companies all do that affiliate links yeah but yeah. it's depending upon state though right uh, I believe so Rhode yeah. Island doesn't do it. and they all have different benefits like if someone uses the Grays link I save a, like a dollar off my next box yeah. So it's not it's not crazy, but well, but it adds up. Yeah. Right? Oh, absolutely. If yeah. people use it, that's cool. I I highly recommend. I gotta look Grace. for more. I really these, like these things. Stuff. This is cool. Yeah. Because it was like thirty bucks for a month to month cancel anytime. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you do it for a year, it's only twenty bucks a month. Wow. I'm like, all right. Like, let's see they, how this goes. Did they the, show you like what's in the box. Yeah. What here's a picture. So there are like snacks and stuff, but there's also mixes there's, to there's, make things. There's like. Yeah, a bunch of different. There's snacks, there's products, there's cookie mix, there's, I don't know what that is. There's all kinds of different stuff. And then it comes with a packet full of coupons. Mm-hmm. And the reviews I saw online said that a lot of the coupons are, like, you get a full product for free just because you ordered the oh, box. Wow. They're going to send you what a gluten-free shampoo or something sure. like that for you to mm-hmm. use. That's awesome. Yeah, thought I'd try it. Any others? No, that's really it. Okay. Oh, I ate Fruity oh. Pebbles. Oh. I was telling you about this before. So I've been like craving just shitty cereal. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I saw a picture on Instagram of Christmas Fruity Pebbles. So they were red and green with uh-huh. some marshmallows. And I posted a picture because I was like, I really want those. But I'm going to resist the urge because I'm dieting. Uh-huh. And then yesterday in the supermarket, I'm walking through. And I was like, well, I'll just go down the cereal aisle. <laughs> I'll look at it. What's it cost for a box? I was like, oh, $3.99. I really wanted that. I was like, no, I'm gonna keep walking. So I walk past it. I go down. Then I get to the little spot where they have the little, oh, no. like serving, single serving for a buck. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. well, it's only a serving. So I grabbed that thing. I went home. The minute that spoon hit my mouth, every problem in my life went away. <laughs> so I'm going back today to buy a box. <laughs> I don't know. It's been a long time since I've had kid cereal. Yeah, this is how they get you. Yeah, they do. Those fruity pebbles, they're delicious. They're disgusting. <laughs> Why don't you like them? I, I just you don't like rice krispies then? No, I like rice I like rice krispies. I don't like the flavored like they do have a flavor. I know you said they didn't have a flavor I before. Didn't really but they do have like a weird artificial fruit flavor. And they taste just like tricks do, and those are gross mm-hmm. too. I just don't like them. Like I'd tricks. eat tricks. I haven't had tricks. I'd eat long. cocoa pebbles. Those taste oh, those good. Those are good. 
but I don't like the the fake fruit flavor. Didn't even notice the taste because I did it with coconut milk. So maybe oh, that okay. masked it. Then what's yeah. the point of even eating it if it's you don't sweet, taste super it? Super sweet and yeah. just delicious. Oh, okay. It's like that weird, like super sweet saccharin, almost like just. Mm. Yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> Isn't it good? Let's yeah. let's get a box of fruity pebbles, and I'll make you some rice krispie treat versions of favorite kid cereal. Pebbles. Go, uh, Captain Crunch. Oh, Frosted Flakes for oh, sure. Wow, that was quick. Yeah, Tony well the done. Tiger. Crunch berries are necessary though. Yes, oh, thank yes. you. Yes, yeah. and I don't want just the Crunch Berry cereal. Forget no, that. we no. need the mix. Yes, yeah. the mix is important. I went to there's a frozen yogurt place. Which one is it? That has it's a major chain. But they have Pink a bunch berry. of different toppings. Pink is it Pink, Pink berry? berry? Okay. They had Captain Crunch, and I'm like, of course you have Captain Crunch without the Crunch Berries. Like, I what just is the went. Point? That's yeah. like, <laughs> I just went to a frozen yogurt place for the first time mm. last week. I went with uh, Roger Andrews and Craig Russo, who was uh, the DC artist that was recently right. on the show as well. And Roger and I went to Orange Leaf afterwards, which I had never uh, even heard of. Yeah, it's a good but, place. Yeah, it's so cold when you eat it. <laughs> like, it it hurts my teeth. Mm. They keep it that cold? It yeah. dispenses out of the machine, right? Yeah, but that's why it's so cold. Mm. Yeah, And it was okay. I'm just not a huge frozen yogurt fan because it's not ice cream. <laughs> I like oh, ice cream. I don't know. It's not bad. I mean, some of the frozen yogurt places are kind of weird. Like uh, Red Mango is another frozen yogurt chain. Mm-hmm. That's I guess it's big in the Northeast, I think, if not beyond. But uh, their frozen yogurt is like yogurt that is frozen. Like okay. you get that tangy. Yeah, like, that sounds flavor. gross as hell to me. It, yeah, it's some of it's not very appealing. Like there's like a, they have the I think their selling point is like the weird, like upscale gourmet flavors. So yep, instead yep. of just vanilla, it's like Madagascar vanilla or something, oh. you know? But then like their, their Madagascar vanilla tastes like vanilla and wood chips. Like it's like, well, that's that, where the upscale is. Don't you understand? I guess, but it's, fancy it's, people eat wood chips. I guess that sounds gross. It does. Yeah. One more reason I'm not going to frozen yogurt places. They're popping up everywhere and they're no good. Well, the, the, the bubble's going to burst on those, too, just like it did on the cupcake thing. Like, cupcakes were huge for a while. Mm. Everyone had the gourmet cupcake shops, and then the bubble burst, and a bunch of them went out of business, including my beloved Crumbs, which, thank God, made a comeback. But the frozen yogurt bubble is going to burst as well. I don't well. know how they stay in business. Yeah, it's, it's hard I mean, during the winter. Your operating yeah. expenses must not be too bad, but who's buying frozen yogurt in the dead of winter? You probably do five or ten percent of the sales you do in the summer. So how do you survive off that? Like I that's crazy to me. I don't know. Well, well we have one in Westerly that oh, the yeah. competition gym owner owns, so I won't go there. Oh, but Ooh. nobody's ever in there. Like, uh-huh. like it's empty. So he owns a frozen yogurt place and a gym. That's he owns two frozen, mm. two orange leafs, a gym, oh. and a martini bar. So he's hitting them on every. every so he gets side. them drunk. Yeah, feeds them frozen yogurt, and then says, "Get your fat ass in the gym." <laughs> he's actually got a solid circle going. Yeah, yeah apparently it's a vicious circle, vicious cycle. Yeah, yeah. Paulo. Uh, so my first geek out is uh, a, a YouTube channel that I recently started watching. Oh, um, it's the Mister Fruit uh, Gaming Channel. The the main reason I watch it now is because he's he's focused on a lot of Destiny related content, mm-hmm. so he just does a lot of voiceover over his own gameplay, mm-hmm. and it's just like funny voiceover. I don't. It's just something about the way that his commentary works out with the game. It's just very funny, and he and he's consistent. He does one every day, seven days. Oh a wow! Week. So and it's always like a three to four minute video. So it's like he's so consistent, and it's like it's 
a lot of repetition, but it's still pretty funny. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, it's definitely. Cartman bra. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the Mr. Fruit YouTube channel, you can find them on YouTube. I just search for Mr. Fruit. Uh, my second one is that it's always sunny is back on mm-hmm. TV. Is that um, a good show? Yeah. Uh, I, the, the, the last couple is the last season and the season before that were kind of slow mm-hmm. and maybe not as quick or as clear with the laughs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like, uh, it's, it wasn't as good as it was before, but this, this, uh, most recent season that just started up, um, the first episode aired not last week, but the week before. It's them just like trying to beat like a beer drinking record on a plane, on a commercial flight across the country. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it just, it's funny because it just devolves into like this like drunken <laughs> stupor over the cor- course of the plane ride. And, um, it's kind of like they go back to what they were before. Danny DeVito is really funny too. Yeah. Yeah. So, and Charlie Day was really good in that episode. So. I have the first three seasons that mm-hmm. a friend of mine lent to me months ago and I haven't started them yet. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's, it's kind of like friends, like when we were talking the last mm-hmm. time with friends, you mm-hmm. know, like it's one of the thing, those things you can put on in the background and, uh, it's, it'll be good to consume that way because if you get too analytical about it and you just sit down and watch it with like, you know, a comedy brain towards it, yeah, it, it might kind of like ruin it, but it's just something good to be put on. I'm not background. a big background TV watcher. Mm-hmm. Like I watch everything with purpose. So oh, okay. yeah, I don't know. If- Maybe I'll overanalyze them. I mean, you know, it it, it might actually be good. You know, yeah. it's uh, it's been a while. I since like I how saw... Paul's like, it might actually be good. I've never actually watched it. It's always just on in the background. It which might is, actually, which be is good. actually why the show has been on for what nine seasons or something. Yeah, it's, it's because nobody really watches it. It's just on in the background, yeah. but the ratings are there. Yeah. So it's not. I mean, it's not bad. But I mean, I, I the first episode of this past season was really really good. So, um geeking out about that and the last one is uh from this past week on conan uh Mm -hmm. he did a thing with taco bell where he took his his head the head of his it department is like a huge taco bell fan Mm -hmm. and he took his the head of it to the taco bell headquarters in california and they just you know he basically took a super fan through the taco bell um, you know, the process of like creating food and like testing. Food oh, out. no. It was fantastic. Like you made like this thing called the Lacona. <laughs> it's like a ice cream cone that's filled with, uh, taco and burrito filling. Oh, boy. <laughs> that and sounds it, disgusting. It looks disgusting, but it's so funny. Cause like, and then he did a bunch of other things and like, it's one of the funnier sketches I've seen on Conan for a long time. That's great. Just cause it was, I mean, it was that, the last thing I saw that was good was the one where, Kevin Hart and Ice Cube went on the uh, went with Conan out to the hood to uh, call up a lift, you know, like the, it's kind of like yeah, Uber. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he just drove the guy around, and that's yeah, one of those sketches that really stuck in my mind. So, I yeah. recently saw the uh, he had one where he went onto Archer, kind of oh, like yeah, he yeah. stepped outside and he was animated and got in the car with Archer, and they yeah. did like a whole chase scene and stuff. That was really funny. Yeah, that was good too. And that's it. Okay. Uh, my first one is related to birthdays. Uh, I know that we just did the birthday show last week, but that inspired some things recently where I learned some interesting information about my birthday. Like, I always think it's interesting to see what celebrities are born on the day that you're also born. Mm-hmm. And I was never really thrilled with the crop of celebrities that <laughs> existed on my birthday. And it's not like at this point they're going to be younger than me if they're born and that's depressing in a whole different way but yeah. uh like Gina Davis I share a birthday with that's cool um Maurice Willette from WWE 
Oh, Maurice. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that she had a birthday with her. Benny Hill was always the big one. Oh. That was, and this was interesting too because my friend, uh, not you, Mike, I have so many friends named Mike, not even Mikey, the other co host, but another Mike. Oh. He had a ringtone. That's important. Like, how many <laughs> Pauls are there? Not too many. Uh, he has a custom ringtone on his phone for when I call, and it's the Benny Hill theme, but he had no idea that we shared a birthday. Oh. So that was kind of weird when well, I found that, that out. So I like, we, we talk about those little serendipitous moments before, but if we want to have another serendipitous moment, my mm-hmm. birthday this year was even more so because uh, I had a drawing that one of my friends gave me for my birthday, which was a marker board. And it has a picture of Batman oh, picture attacking of the Joker yeah. who's shooting at the DeLorean yeah. with the clock tower in the background. And if anyone wants to see that picture, I'll put it in the show notes at the geek generation.com. But, uh, it's all awesome stuff, but the DeLorean is the important part in there. Mm. All right. Well, of course. Of course. Especially for this year. Now, keep in mind, this is also my birthday for the year 2015, which is the big year for Back to the Future. Right. All right. More coincidence. The, uh, my niece picks out my birthday mm. present and it is the Funko Pop of Marty McFly yes. in the DeLorean. Mm. That you wanted. That I wanted. Yes. Didn't say specifically that I wanted it this year for this birthday or whatever, but that's I get it from her for this birthday. That's more DeLorean. So now we've got a combination of Batman and DeLorean happening yes. in <laughs> tune with Rob. But it's it's all the DeLorean and the, the Back to the Future right. stuff. Now, here's where I tie everything together and why I brought the celebrity birthdays. Because I found out. Now, I've been alive for a few years. I did not find this out until this year, my birthday of 2015, where I got a bunch of DeLorean presents. Hmm. I share a birthday, not just the the date, the day, the exact day that I was born is the day the first DeLorean rolled off the production line. Oh, boy. Wow. That's cool. Right? It is but cool. But then you tie it in with everything else, and it's like even more so. Like the fact that I learned that this year uh-huh. and got two DeLorean presents, it's like all on that Back to cool. the Future year. We have to find Rob a black DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> that could become the Batmobile for oh, him. Oh, no. <laughs> you did not just go there. Oh, no, we have to. That, oh. Isn't that not what the universe is telling you? I need new pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he crapped him. Oh. <laughs> I got so excited. He's like, that's not the kind of excitement I was hinting at, oh. but you know, whatever. In For a room once with other we're trying guys. to keep this PG. <laughs> no, never. Are you kidding me? So, um, just to make things interesting too, I, I knew Volpe's birthday already, so I did the research oh, here. Really? But I asked Paul before we started what his birthday was as well. So I looked up some celebrities that you guys share birthdays with. I don't know if you ever did no, that, but I was just gonna grab my phone to do oh, that, okay. and then I said, "Well." <laughs> he pro- in my head I actually went he probably just did this I so did uh, anyone out there that's interested you can go to famousbirthdays.com not just me but we do have another co-host that shares my birthday that's true so you and Damien, Damien both Damien. share birthdays with Rod Stewart oh right <laughs> um, I, I'm guessing your middle name is not George no which is a shame because you share a birthday with George Foreman I like and that and he named all of his sons George I so. do use his grill <laughs> oh uh, if we jump into the wrestling world for a moment oh you share a birthday with Tamina Snuka. Okay. I like that. Okay. I know her. Yeah. Uh, Brent Smith, who you might not know by name. He's the lead singer of Shinedown. Oh, I like them. And Sarah Shahi, which you might not also know, but she's on Person of Interest. She's mm. hot. So. I like Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> she had that. Uh, Where are we on the boobo meter? <laughs> I don't know exactly. She had, that, uh, she had a show on USA, right? It was like Necessary Roughness or oh, something. It's like that. necessary. <laughs> yeah. Hey. And uh, Paul, yours was May 27th, you said, right? Yeah. Okay. 
you got some pretty epic ones and a pretty decent list on yours. Okay. Uh, first off, Christopher Lee. Oh, okay. Saruman. That's right. pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about celebrity chefs earlier. Yeah. Jamie Oliver. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. I don't know. He, he's kind of like, <laughs> he was, he was cool for a while, but then like he went on this whole like health like, kick, healthy eating, like for the kids and stuff. And yeah. He, and, like it kind of went overboard. Yeah. So why would you help kids eat healthy? I mean, what a dick. Yeah. Fuck those kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, jumping into the wrestling world for you, Natalia Neidhart. I don't know cool. who that is. No? Oh, uh, that's too bad. And uh, Eric Bischoff. Oh, okay. Oh. I know who that Both is. Both on the same day there. Andre 3000. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Vincent Price. Oh, cool. Ooh. That's a good one. Paul Bettany, who will be playing the Vision in the upcoming Avengers Age of Ultron. Oh, I love his voice. Yeah. Uh, Adam Carolla. Oh, okay. Who just turned 50 this year, apparently. Oh, all right. And you share a birthday with someone on the Wall of Fame. Hmm. One I... Mr. Eddie McClintock from Warehouse 13. Oh, really? Yep. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So you got a pretty big list there. I thought, like, like my birthday, it was always, like, it coincided with Memorial Day. So it was kind of like, uh, my birthday is kind of like a federal holiday. Yay. <laughs> I never really thought of it that way. So it's cool to know that, you know. I mean, obviously, there's like got to be other people that were born right, that day, right, right. So. Oh, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every four years or so, my birthday falls on Martin Luther King Day. So oh. that was always nice when I got the day off from school. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's not as big a deal anymore, but actually, right. well, when I got the day off from work, working mm-hmm. in a school, that was the best part there. Um, my next geek out is Lego Marvel superheroes. Yeah. Mm. I have been playing. I am enjoying it quite a bit. It's nice to go back to the open world. My biggest complaint, like I said, with Lego Batman 3 was that it's like a hub setup as far as how you get around the world yeah. and go from place to place. Uh, whereas Lego Marvel superheroes is that open world again to the point where the shield helicarrier is uh-huh. above you all the time. Really? And you can take like a vehicle thing to go up to it and like shortcut it. But if you really want to, and I did last night, like I took Iron Man, I just flew all oh, the way up really? to the shield That's awesome. area. That's cool. Yeah. So you can do that too, which is pretty crazy. But you might have heard the clip at the beginning of the show because I put it there uh, in post production. But, uh, I ran into a little like Easter egg last night that I captured the video and audio of real quick there's a joke about snakes on a plane in there oh really? yeah he talks about uh like <laughs> commander fury said to get these snakes off this god gosh darn plane or gosh darn <laughs> helicarrier and he's like i might be paraphrasing <laughs> so are some of the people from the movies voiced or voicing some of the characters in the i don't game? think any of them are i oh, think okay. uh they're just using completely new voices but because that would have been awesome if Nick Fury was right, Samuel yeah. Jackson. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, they're doing uh, Nick Fury or Samuel L. Jackson impression for sure. Oh, okay. But it's all just different takes on it. But it's a very good game. I enjoy it. So thank you for that That's again. Great. Uh, my last one, and this is kind of a weird one considering all the junk food that we geek out about on this show. But I guess going in line with the gluten-free stuff and staying healthy, mm. I'm geeking out over Brussels sprouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If prepared, but right, you. and covered with enough sugar. <laughs> no, 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 sugar. No, no, no. Brussels sprouts is one of those foods that you just stereotypically think is bad. Yeah. And is going to be disgusting when you eat it because that's the way it's always portrayed on every like show and movie and yeah. everything all the time. So I had never really tried them until recently. I went over to my friend uh, Tim and Jen's house and they had made brussels sprouts and broccoli with the little caesar's deep dish pizza that we got <laughs> but uh, <laughs> i know they well, cancel each other yeah up. they have kids so the kids gotta eat some vegetables too but uh if you take brussels sprouts you put a little olive oil on them little mm-hmm. salt and pepper and you throw them in the oven mm-hmm. for half hour or so and just yeah. roast them 
they're amazing. Yeah. They're actually really good. They get crispy. Yeah. They get crispy. Um, they, they get just a little bit of a chard on them, just a little bit to amp up the flavor a little bit. And I swear, and this is going to sound nuts, but I, I swear it's true. If you were to do a blind taste test and you could somehow work the texture out of it because you can mm-hmm. taste differences mm-hmm. or not, you can feel differences in texture. You probably wouldn't be able to discern a Brussels sprout from a French fry. I don't think. To I me, think, they yeah. taste very similar. If you cooked it right, if you cooked it right, yeah, uh, it's definitely possible. But I think Brussels sprouts is one of those one of those vegetables that like it was big for a while, mm-hmm. and then it kind of fell off maybe in the last like ten or fifteen years. Yeah, and then more recently, I don't know if this is a credit to any of the like the production methods or the distribution methods, but you know you see Brussels sprouts a lot, mm-hmm. like just in your local supermarket, not just like a Whole Foods or Trader right, Joe's. Right, right, right. And like you see them, sometimes they're loose. Sometimes they're on that stalk, you mm-hmm. know, that giant stalk yep. that they, you know, they typically grow on. And yeah, like they, they've definitely, like they've come back so far that I think they're kind of going back around again. Yeah. Where people are kind of just tired of seeing Brussels sprouts on menus. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, like I, I, within the last year or so, I've been buying, like Brussels sprouts is one of those vegetables that will make its way into dinner, you know, at least maybe once every couple of weeks or mm-hmm. so, just cause. They're so readily available. And I mean, you're not going to like this, Rob, because it, it, it <laughs> involves, involves onions. It involves onions. Yeah. But the way that I do it is like I'll I'll take them and then toss them in salt and pepper and olive oil and put them in the oven. Mm-hmm. And then on a pan, I'll saute garlic, onions, and bacon. Mm. And I'll render the bacon fat out to – that'll be kind of like the dressing for the, the Brussels sprouts. And mm. then put it all together, you know, mix it all up. And the bacon's like a nice salt – to the Brussels sprouts. Sure, and, sure. I mean, it's, yeah, it's good. And you can also deep fry Brussels sprouts. Right, but then you kind we of. to start eating at Paul's house. <laughs> no, this is fantastic. And the way that you, when you deep fry a Brussels sprout, you know how they're, it's like cabbage. Like yeah, 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 very much is. Like it'll blossom out into this like glorious, crispy little <laughs> blossom of deliciousness. And like, it's nothing like the Brussels sprout that you had that, you know, at that buffet that one time. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's not yeah. like that weird mushy consistency. Mm. It's that's when you deep fry it. I mean, granted, you kind of negate the health aspects of it, <laughs> but you kind of get the, the that, that uh, French fry mm-hmm. sort of, you know, crispiness, sure. that savoriness of it. So, sure, sure. To bring sure. back the healthy food into a junk food because <laughs> it is this show after all. Yeah. Yeah. Freak outs. Oh, freak out. Oh, big. I don't have any. Wow. Wow. Good well, week. It's, it's been a week since yeah. we've done anything. So. Mr. Positive. Not much has happened. I, I think I pretty much slept through the week. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. This isn't, this is sort of a freak out. I mean, part of me doesn't want to be a hater about this because it's, you know, I be like, a I, hater. Be <laughs> a hater. All right. You said be so. Be Bill Hater. <laughs> but, um, so there was a news story this past week where, um, I guess Google released, uh, the earnings of all of their uh, their YouTubers, uh, or it, either it was released through Google or it was released through some sort of tax information. Okay, but a YouTuber by the name of Disney Collector Br listed making uh, this is ridiculous. You're not going to believe this: four point nine million dollars in ad revenue Whoa. on her channel. And and I'll give you any number of guesses of what she does. Unbox. Yes. Yeah. She unboxes shit. Unboxing is so popular and I do not understand why. What the fuck? Namely. What do you mean unboxing? So she, what she does is she unwraps Disney, Disney toys and memorabilia. 
So just about, I, I took a quick glance oh at God, her channel. What is wrong with us? I know it makes no sense. She made four point nine million dollars. I don't get. She takes a toy and takes it out of the box. Yeah. She video. She records herself opening up the toy and showing it to everybody. Why? Because people get off on it for yeah. whatever reason. Unboxing videos are are they're all over YouTube. They run the gamut everywhere from like high end merchandise mm -hmm. all the way to just before. like toys and food and mm -hmm. things like that. Like it's just kind of like this weird aspect of our internet culture that like people want to see videos maybe of things that they shouldn't have or can't have. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. It's very weird. Yeah. And so she made $4.9 million in ad revenue. To put this in perspective, PewDiePie is a uh, is a Swedish YouTuber who does a lot of gaming-related content. And is unwatchable. He's, <laughs> but he has millions of yeah, subscribers. Yeah, like 39 million or something like stupid. His, like he, he has enough clout in the youtube community to do basically whatever he wants for example he turned off like comments permanently on his youtube channel mm -hmm. which was kind of a big deal for a while because it was like well how are you gonna i mean that's kind of a big screw you to your audience right right you know like you're not interacting with them at all but he did it and you know he's still successful to in to put it in perspective pewdiepie who's one of the most popular youtubers around right now only made 3.9 million mm -hmm. oh, 3.9 yeah million so mm -hmm. like a million right. less and and arguably PewDiePie puts more effort into creating his content. Mm -hmm. I mean, granted, most of it comes from somebody, you know, somebody who made Right, he's it. commenting on someone else's content. Right. But but he I mean, it's probably more effort than this lady who unwraps Disney toys. But she chose something that's easily monetizable because in the description below her videos, she could have an affiliate link that goes and it's probably what she does. There's an affiliate link that goes to that product. So people will click that if they also want to buy it. And they, she just makes money off that. And nobody knows who she is. Like right. BuzzFeed has speculated that I'm going to find a large breasted girl who's very attractive. <laughs> and we're just unwrapping shit. Yeah. I will go to Toys R Us every week, buy something, wrap it. She unwraps it. Yeah. yeah. But and that's it. And the then thing, I sell ad space. But you got to hit a niche. That's the thing. Like yeah. she's doing Disney collectibles. So people that are Disney fanatics will right. watch that. If she was just doing toys all the time, it's too broad, mm -hmm. especially in the this kind of internet culture. Like one of the reasons we have so much trouble attracting an audience is because we talk about so many different things. If we talked about one subject all the time, we would probably have a bigger audience, but that's boring. So <laughs> yeah, and like so, like I was saying earlier, like part like I don't want to be the hater because like teach their own. I mean, she's obviously pretty smart about this mm -hmm. I mean, to be making so much money. Sure. I mean, like people in the YouTube, you know, in part of the YouTube in initiative, you know, a couple years ago, like uh, with, you know, where Nerdist was a part of it and mm -hmm. uh, Philip DeFranco, like a lot of the big YouTubers now when they got that sponsorship from Google, I mean, they, they spend seven days a week producing content. And this is like, you know, this is thoughtful content that's right. aimed at a certain audience. Whereas this one probably, I mean, I'm, nobody knows who she is, first of all. Like, people, Which is crazy. People, well, you, you don't see her. You don't, all you see is her, her hands. And so people speculate everything from she's like a stay at home mom to she's an elderly woman that happens to live next to Disney World or something like that. Um, nobody knows who she is. And she kind of, she's like, her content is, I mean, yes, it has a general aim, mm -hmm. unboxing videos, but she doesn't put any thoughtfulness into her content other than what she's going to unwrap. Is there commentary? I'm not sure. I think the one that I saw, like I saw like the first 10 seconds of a video and I just got fed up because I'm yeah. like, fuck this bitch. She makes $4.9 <laughs> $4. million. But um, 
yeah, it's just unwrapping stuff. Um, Good for her. I mean, it's yeah. it's like you said, as far as creating content goes from an artistic perspective, I'm like, yeah, it's pointless yeah, and it's, stupid. It's not content. It's just video videotaping. So, I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's like a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's like a lot of things. It's mindless. It is yeah. essentially mindless, but it's hitting a psychological trigger in people. The fact that all three of us don't even understand the appeal of unboxing videos. Yeah. I mean, that's probably a good thing, <laughs> I would assume. Whereas my, I mean, like my son, he goes nuts over some of these, like, they're not, they're similar to unboxing videos, but you know, those kinder eggs, mm -hmm. the, the chocolate eggs that have the pro, the toy prize inside. Sure. He, uh, he, he'll watch those videos forever. Like he can spend like a good one hour, one, two hours. And this is a two year old that does, has the attention span of a fly right. and can't sit still for more than five minutes. But if you give him an iPad and you, you direct him to the right YouTube channel, he'll sit there for an hour. That's just crazy. Like, and like it's something about like that. I don't know. I'm like, maybe we should just do like the geek generation unboxing <laughs> videos and just like watch that take I mean, off. I feel like we can split three million pretty easy. I think so. <laughs> I think it's pretty easy. Yeah. I know Volpe gave me these high-end collectibles, and I didn't even think to record it. Put them back in the box. Put them back in the <laughs> yeah, box. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, Damn. but uh, that's it. Okay. Uh, the first thing I'm geeky. Wait or, a minute. Uh-oh. What if we shove a hot woman in a box <laughs> and unwrap her? Hmm. But then how would that work on YouTube? Because we would, I mean. What, well, how is it not going to work? Well, I mean, I guess I was assuming she was going to be naked. Yeah, but, we um, can't do that. Yeah, we can't do that. Rob has the ability to fuzz things. That's true. I can uh, fuzz things. You can blur things out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Rob's like, I'm keeping a hard copy for me. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to watch the uncensored version, go to the geekgeneration.com. Click on our affiliate link. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and you can buy a naked woman in a box. Yay. Uh, uh, my first freak out. Um, it's a box in a box. Hey. <laughs> hey. Oh, yeah. He's back. He's back. <laughs> hey, I'm back. Uh, first freak out is something that was recently a geek out, but it has already come around to being on the downside for me. And that is trivia crack. I'm already oh. sick of it. Oh, no. <laughs> it didn't take long. Uh, it is a fun game. The problem is that it is so repetitive. Like, I'm getting a lot of the similar questions over and over again, even if they're phrased differently. It's the same subject matter or the same answer or the same thing just reworded. Mm -hmm. So uh, at this point, I, I think it's one of those things that you just go nom, 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 consume, and then I don't want to touch it for maybe ever again yeah. after this. So uh, while it was fun while it lasted, I'm just on the other side of it now going, huh, I don't care that much about it anymore. Is it repetitive in that you get the same questions over and over again? Yeah, or? yeah, that's the uh, biggest repetition. Well, well, download sucks. new questions. Well, the, there is a community aspect to it where you can submit questions and you can even rate other people's questions to see if you want to include them. And I thought that would easily make it wildly diverse, mm -hmm. but I'm not seeing that. Like, mm -hmm. I jumped from one game to another and got almost the same question back to back in separate games. That should never, ever happen with the yeah. possibility of community generated content maybe it just takes so long for him to get from mm -hmm. the community to the actual game because it has to go maybe through another step before it does so um so i don't know maybe i'll hop back in at some point but for now i'm just like whatever i don't hmm. really care about it hmm. anymore and my last one is insta spam uh i am getting a little more successful on instagram i've gotten pretty savvy about marketing myself and uh my as my follower account grows 
Uh, so are the accounts of women with computer generated names who follow me <laughs> or not, not even follow. They won't do that. They will, uh, like one of your pictures from like three weeks ago. It, it's always the same procedure. It's like a name with a number and like an underscore or a dash and then another name. The name is always something like that. They always like one of your pictures. It, it's always from five or six pictures ago or even like weeks ago. And if you look at their account, they always have nine pictures that are all like models. Uh-huh. It's all, it's all them, but it's all like photo shot, like in a studio uh-huh. professional level pictures. And there's like, come chat with me at this link for their <laughs> profile uh, yeah. information. So it's not like it's a huge inconvenience or anything. It's just funny to see. And what is it over and is over? Is it a real person? No, 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 no. It's it's probably a, an account generated by a robot of some script yeah. that they put together, and they want you to go to this link and probably I don't I've never clicked one, so I don't know where don't, it goes. You'll lose your computer, <laughs> yeah. everything in it. There, uh, it's either like probably Do it on for your phone. it's either probably for data mining or like going to uh, like a porn site. I would assume something like that yeah. where you have to pay money for something. I, I don't know. But it's it's just funny. But it's obnoxious at the same time. Yeah. It's kind of funny sometimes when you get those like spam followers and then it's a picture of a model or somebody that you already follow right, otherwise. Right. And then you're like, that's not you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you I know them and that's not you. <laughs> yeah. Like I follow this per that's not you. Okay. You're yeah. spam. Yeah. Um, but uh, as far as like using Instagram goes too, we were joking about the way that I use my Instagram account at your yeah. birthday dinner. Uh, our friend Ashley was making fun of me because every picture I take, I take with... She's, she's still making fun of oh, you. Oh, I'm sure. Every day. <laughs> I'm sure she is. And she comments on my pictures yes. making fun of me as well. So I take all my pictures with my Nikon. I take my pictures with my $800 camera right. instead of using my phone. Uh-huh. And that's what I'm being made fun of she for. She thinks it's funny. Right. I'm a photographer that owns an $800 camera and I opt to use that instead of using my phone. Even if I'm in a situation where it's convenient, like if I don't have my camera and I take a picture with my phone, I will still import it onto my computer and clean it up <laughs> this and is edit what it. Kills her. <laughs> right, right. The fact that I take I the time. It's the time that he took the picture, uh... brought it to the computer edit it yes. put it on the site that was meant to be used for your phone to you know uh-huh, it's just uh-huh. a big circle. yeah sync it up like i'll put it into a folder which syncs up to my ipod yeah. and then i post it on instagram that way so almost any picture i've taken it's posted like a half hour after i take it uh-huh. if not longer just because i haven't gotten around to it but as someone who is a professional photographer I have to sell myself that way. I feel like that's a part of what I do. And if I'm going to create any content, I don't like content that's you throw it out there and it's done. Disposable content has no interest to me, like an unboxing video Uh has no interest to me if it serves no point. I am nine million. Well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I, I like to think that I take the time and put the effort into the things that I create because I do think that I am an artist whether it's doing this podcast and spending all the time to do that, or it's just taking I, photos you know, that I I'm putting online. I can already hear her in the gym going, oh, I, know. I listened to the episode. Did I crush him that bad <laughs> that he had to explain himself? No, this, She's going to go, yes, I won. I know. This, this whole rant is not for Ashley. It's just in general because I thought it was funny. Now, every time I take a picture and I yeah. start editing, I'm like, Ashley's going to make She's fun of me for this. Comment on this. I know she is, but it's still funny. So, yes, I take 
I take pride in my Instagram account and the pictures that I take and the things that I share. So uh, follow me at the Night Angel on Instagram and you will see all my professional level yes. gobbledygook. So that's it. It's <laughs> a really long plug. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, before we move on, I do want to remind people, too, if you want to support what we do here, because we do put a lot of time and effort into it, segway, you can go to thegeekgeneration.com slash support. Or slash Amazon. Or slash Amazon. But if you go to thegeekgeneration.com slash support, when you are there, you can sign up to become a patron. You can set an amount to be donated every month. We ask that you donate $1 a month, which is not a lot to ask for. It's probably a fraction of what you would pay for a coffee every single morning. We're asking for just once a month to do that. Uh, there are some things that might be happening to the show in the future. I haven't told anybody this yet. We might go to once every other week. It's not what I want to do. Really? Yeah. It's not what I want to do. But there are reasons that I'm thinking about doing it, uh, mainly because I have to make a living. <laughs> and I have to focus on some other things that are going to actually make me money. And I spend so much time and so mm -hmm. much effort in putting this show together and like every show you guys hear on your end is at least 10 hours of work for me, including right. recording, post-production, all the research and preparation that goes into it beforehand. Each show is easily 10 hours of work for me. Mm -hmm. So uh, for 10 hours of work, if you were to pay me a dollar once a month, so that's, I don't know, 40 hours of work for mm -hmm. a dollar from somebody. Mm -hmm. I think that's a fair trade off. Uh, but if you want to be one of those people that wants to see the show stay every week then become one of those patrons or use that Amazon affiliate link and help us out that way. But if this is not generating money, this has always been a money losing endeavor for me. And it's coming up on five years of doing this. Mm -hmm. And I can't keep it up at the same rate that I'm doing it and build a business at the same time if we're going to do it every week or without monetary support. So if you want this to stay an every week thing, either use that Amazon affiliate link, thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, or go to thegeekgeneration.com slash support and become a patron there. We appreciate either one. People, just think about it. It's a dollar a month to make your Mondays that much better. I hope so. And that's really the goal. This yeah. is not This is not supposed to be. I would love for this to be my full-time job. But the goal is really to make someone's commute to work easier or they're sitting at their desk Monday morning right. and want to make an hour of it more enjoyable. Then that's what this is for. So I hope it does achieve that one way or the other. Let's do everybody's favorite segment, the smash up. Oh, smash! So the smash up this week, uh, I had asked for accurate TV subtitles and we got some great answers. The examples that I gave were Scorpion, Weekly Inferiority Complex Enabler, Gotham, Cops, Mobsters, and Blatant Character Shoutouts, Modern Family, How the Fuck Are So Many of Us Genetically Related, Person of Interest, Saving People with Off-Screen Gunshots, and the responses we got from you, Greg Wallach wrote in, Star Trek, The Make More Shit Up Generation. <laughs> I don't know this one because I think this is anime, but this might make sense to you, Paul. Evangelion 666. You will not understand it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I don't even, I don't even understand the reference. So I have heard of the show. I've just never seen it. Star Wars Rebels. Let's sell new toys. <laughs> WWE Thursday night oily men in stretchy pants. Oh, I like it. Yeah. The magic school bus. Why river songs shouldn't be left in the TARDIS. Uh. Breaking Bad. I can't believe that's the dad from Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> and friends. That 90s show. <laughs> All good answers. 
Jamie and Crenshaw. <laughs> That's really good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it took a couple extra seconds for you. That's good. But you got it. I like it. Jamie and Crenshaw wrote in, Pokemon, you caught them all, but wait, there's more. <laughs> Dan Clark writes in, Arrow, kind of Batman. <laughs> well bet. Parks and Rec, The Office Revisited. Saturday Night Live, a.k.a. Monday Morning YouTube. <laughs> That's, a good one. That's a good one, too. That's basically what it's become. In recent years, I haven't watched Saturday Night Live when it's actually on. And they, put, always... all the, they put the good stuff on YouTube yeah, anyway. So. Yeah, they're filtering it for us. Yeah. Matt West writes in, Game of Thrones, sex, swords, violence, and guess which major character dies this week? The Walking Dead. Crossbows, swords, violence, and guess which major character might die this week? Uh, It's like Game of Thrones with less sex, more zombies, and not in a medieval setting. (laughs) Arrow, a dark superhero saga with a most aesthetically pleasing cast, (laughs) which is for any CW show, really. Mm -hmm. And Family Guy, pop culture references, cutaways, a megalomaniacal baby, a talking dog, and a dude with balls for a chin. Yeah. Yeah. And then Paul O wrote in. Oh, I'm going to read my own this week again. <laughs> I don't know. Should I skip the walking? Well, I'll do the walking dead again. Okay. So my first one was the walking dead. If it moves, you should kill it, which is a reference to how the living people are just about as bad as the zombies are. Got it. Which isn't as funny as it is. Just realistic. <laughs> uh, Hawaii five. Oh, we don't need no stinking warrant. Excessive force is normal and screw your constitutional rights because that's what the show is about. It's not like, I mean, this is coming from my attorney brain. So I like my, my, you know, my one year. Paul just went into lawyer mode. Yeah. I saw it happen. (laughs) There's a switch. Like my one year of criminal law in the beginning of law school. His eyes had this glazed look. (laughs) That's like the law school PTSD. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Last week tonight with John Oliver, we researched that thing you make fun of so you don't have to. I love that one. Which is basically what it is, right? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Scandal, adding spice to your ordinary boring life. Because let's face it, most of the people that watch Scandal are usually housewives. Yeah. I mean, right? <laughs> I mean I'm not trying to put anybody in a box, but right? I'm, I don't know. I've never seen it. Problem. So okay. I'm, you're probably right. <laughs> I'm just guessing. Yeah. New Girl, TV adorable is real life annoying. Yes. Because, I mean, come on. If anybody was like that in real life, yep. you would just like walk I away. I barely made it through the pilot of that. <laughs> Oof. Silicon Valley. Nerd career porn. Yes. <laughs> I mean, everybody wishes that would be their life. Such a great show. That's a great show. The best dick joke yep, ever. Ever. True Detective. That show that makes your friends think you're a deep thinker, even though you read the episode analysis and still don't understand the episode. Yep. And Key and Peel, a way for your white friends to tiptoe around race-based comedy without really offending you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. Well done this week, guys. Uh, all great answers. And that leads me to next week's smash up. This was one that I saw on Twitter. I saw a hashtag and I did throw one out there already, but I thought it was a good one to do for this. So I came up with a few others and uh, we're going to do celebrity household items. So smash up a celebrity name with a household item and see how well they fit together. No extra explanations needed on this. This is simply wordplay. Examples for you. Jackie Chan opener. Ah. Oh, yeah, I saw that. that was good. <laughs> uh, Channing Tato Peeler. Uh-huh. Ah. Scarlett Johan Soap. Which has more than one meaning when you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, possibly. And lastly, Ryan Reynolds Rap. 
Ah, nice. simple wordplay. Gotta love it. If you have a celebrity household item to submit, you can email those to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or tweet them to at geekgeneration. If you have ideas for a future smash-up category, you can send those in as well. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hi, guys. I'm Eddie McClintock. I play Special Agent Pete Latimer on Sci-Fi's Warehouse 13, and you're listening to The Geek Generation. Peace! Let's take care of some news. Fox chairman Gary Newman announced at the channel's TCA presentation that they're in talks to revive Chris Carter's classic TV series, The X-Files. Newman added that they would like to bring back David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson, but that's not confirmed. No further details were given about the discussions. Running from 1993 to 2002, The X-Files ran for 202 episodes with a feature film set between seasons 5 and 6 and a second movie hitting theaters in 2008. Since the announcement, David Duchovny has stated he's ready to reprise the role of Fox Mulder, telling USA Today that he's more than happy and excited to bring it back and do it again. He added, quote, I'm assuming that it will happen sooner rather than later now. We'll see what form, how many episodes. Certainly I can't nor would I be interested in doing a full season. It will be in some kind of limited form. We're all old. We don't have the energy for a full season. Oh, he's not lazy. that old. Motherfucker. <laughs> Prior to the announcement by Fox, co-star Jillian Anderson appeared on the Nerdist podcast and discussed how she would feel about Next Files revival, saying, quote, I would be fucking overjoyed. Because <laughs> I haven't done anything since. <laughs> they even started up the hashtag X Files 2015 in an effort to spark interest. Actually, she has been busy in some other has things. She? Yeah. While both actors are currently involved in other projects, Duchovny with NBC's Aquarius and Anderson with Hannibal and The Fall, they've both clearly shown their interest, making the possibility of more X-Files even more likely. Were either of you X-Files watchers while it was on? I remember um, it being that show that like creeped me out so much that I wouldn't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, there was just something about it when, you know, because it started in 93. And yeah. In 93, yeah. we were just coming up, you know, middle school or sure. you know, elementary school. So it's like... Do I want to sleep tonight or do I want to watch X Files? So, <laughs> I think my mom watched it. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I I I was interested just because it was sci-fi type mm. stuff, but it did seem, at least from the presentation, the way they presented it, to be more paranormal, mm -hmm. which yeah. doesn't interest me as much. So I did watch one episode at one point, and I saw like werewolves running around. And I was like, yeah, this isn't for me. I did go back like a couple years after that. And ended up watching quite a bit of it. Yeah. Uh, mostly, most of the stuff while Duchovny was there, but I didn't stay on for the things after that. And I did see the first movie in theaters when that came out. So I am a fan of the show. I'm not like hardcore into it, but I have been listening to Kamel Nanjiani's The X Files Files, even though, and this is great. I don't know what's going on with me. I'm not like the biggest X Files fan, but I love the show yeah. just because I love Kamel, like, mm -hmm. and I want to listen to more. 
But X-Files is all on Amazon Prime, too. So yep. I'm thinking I'm going to go back, especially with this news, I'm going to go back and start rewatching X-Files and actually watch the entire series and have the X-Files files to help out, too, <laughs> as I go along. So I'm excited. This is cool. I love when they bring back anything. And there's clearly fans asking for it. Everyone's really passionate about it still. Uh-huh. And from what I've heard, they need to do something to erase the second movie from the continuity <laughs> and from people's minds because uh-huh. apparently it was terrible. Oh. So, uh yeah. That's what I've heard. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they are saying like miniseries, like maybe eight episodes. Yeah. And I that's, that's perfectly fine. I think that's smarter because if you were just to start a full-blown whole new X-Files, like, mm-hmm. you might kind of ruin some of the nostalgia because, I mean. You're not. It's not might. You will. Yeah. yeah. They'll ruin yeah, it. Absolutely. And people Some, will not accept it. Something about it, like, you know, like the, it's been, what, 10, almost, you know, 13 years yeah, since the, yeah. the actual series aired. So. I mean, there might be some of that nostalgia that you'll destroy and then that goodwill will kind of go away and then you'll have this big chunk of TV that you don't know what to do with. So. Right. So very cool. Uh, major, major comic book news. Back in October, Marvel Comics announced an all-new Secret Wars series would be taking place in 2015 and would later reveal that the story's battle world would be made up of different stories from all throughout the Marvel canon. As a recent event, Editor-in-Chief Alex Alonzo and Executive Editor Tom Brevoort revealed new details on the series, which will have huge ramifications for the entire Marvel Universe. They said, quote, the Ultimate Universe, the Marvel Universe, they're going to smash together. Imagine them as two pizzas. They're going to slap together. They're going to have all new toppings. Some toppings are going to drop off. You're going to yell about some that are missing, and you're going to love the new ones that are there. That is the Marvel Universe moving forward. It's more than just the Marvel Universe and the Ultimate Universe. It's all the universes you can imagine. That's it. And this is the Marvel Universe moving forward. Marvel's Secret Wars are set to begin this May. So just to further clarify this whole battle world thing and stuff, from what I understand, this is the way it's going to work. I did watch like the 20 minute press conference Mm -hmm. about this and everything. So I think I have the details kind of hashed out. Mm -hmm. What they're doing is currently there's the Marvel Universe, as Mm -hmm. you know, and there's the Ultimate Universe where Miles Morales is Spider-Man and all that stuff like that. So there's there's differences between the two. And there's even other universes beyond those. So what they're going to do is take all of them and they're going to create battle world. It's going to be one singular planet and every uh, landmass, every country on that planet will be representative of a universe in the Marvel universe. Oh. So now where they were all separate, they're all going to exist as one planet. Even earth as we know it is gone. Mm-hmm. The whole Marvel universe is just this one planet. If they were to go out into space, there'd be nothing. It's just this one planet. And then uh, from whatever happens within battle world, Whatever result comes out of it, who lives, who dies, who I don't even know, like it's hard to even predict or make assumptions about what's going to happen after the whole event is over. That is now the new Marvel Universe moving forward. So it's a reboot. They're being very careful about not calling it a reboot. Because they don't want to DC it. Because they don't want to be accused of being DC. DC also online was their their It's the Marvel 52 or whatever. It's essentially that. Even though they well, refuse to no call it. Well, there's no need to have all these freaking universes. Yeah. Let's just be like, here's the X-Men and here are their adventures. Yeah. And like, here's Spider-Man. Here's his adventures. Not Spider-Man's Peter Parker here and he's Miles Morales over here. Right. Because for new comic book fans. It's very like, confusing. Who, what do you do? Yeah. Who do you believe? Now, the one fear that people are expressing online is we just had a big shakeup in Marvel as far as characters go. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a female Thor now who we still don't know the identity of. Uh Falcon has taken over as Captain America. 
they're diversifying their heroes into females more, yeah. into more minorities, and people are excited about that. They're really scared that this will undo a lot of those great changes that Marvel has been doing. Mm-hmm. And there's also like a huge fan base that are like, if they do anything to Miles Morales, we riot because he's apparently beloved like crazy. Oh, I'm sorry. He's not going to beat Peter Parker (laughs) Spider-Man. Well, it doesn't mean that they're like Peter might be Spider-Man and Miles might end up becoming a different character. Spider-Boy. Something. No, like like wasn't there was I think something along that I saw with (laughs) the uh, news of the Secret Wars was like. Didn't they just do something where all the Spider-Mans came together mm-hmm. and like they they were all doing something together? Yeah, like, like everybody in the Spider family was inside of one big storyline for a while. Yeah, like I didn't know that were that many like Spider-Mans. I know. There's a like, ton. There's, it's crazy. There was even Japanese Spider-Man who had a giant Japanese Spider-Man mecha. Yeah. Like it, it, it's like it was like Spider-Man Voltron kind this of This is like why that, they're right? doing this because yeah. the shit it literally has unraveled to the point where they're like we don't even know who it's we It's just have gotten anymore. out of control. So we got to get it right back to its core. Like they need to I clean it. I think they up. should do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got to sweep out the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. There's way too much of it. Yep. But then you also risk what's happening to DC. And not everyone's thrilled with the new 52. I know I'm not. I mean, I mm. I honestly haven't even read any of it, but well, I mean, I think they kind of addressed it. Didn't they? I mean, this was like smashing two pizzas together, which I thought was a delicious analogy. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's, but it depends because if one of those pizzas has onions on it, oh. Rob's not going to touch either pizza. Right. So it's now it's over. Right. It's over. <laughs> and if like, what if like all the cheese from one pizza is gone and that's the pizza that you want? Right. You, you left with a comic book universe with no cheese. Oh, no and, cheese on a pizza. Fuck that. And then I'm out. You know, so. I feel like Thor would be the cheese for some reason. I'm picturing those golden locks. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm, mm, delicious. Cheesy. So it's an interesting, uh, interesting proposition. We don't have all the details. Obviously, things will come out more as it gets closer. Uh, but it is interesting. It's always a big deal when they do something like this to kind of shake up their world. Yeah. Moving into the tech area, which isn't always something we talk about, but I thought this was big enough to discuss. Microsoft has revealed a list of key features for Windows 10, their next version of the popular operating system. What happened to Windows 9? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) They're skipping it. Yeah, they went 7 and 8, and now there's 10. Maybe they were just like, we got to get the double digits here. (laughs) I know. How long have we been in business and we still are in single? No. When did Microsoft turn into an insecure frat boy that has to compensate for the number of women that he slept with? (laughs) 7, 8, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Right to 10. In addition to the list of features, they also announced that for the first year of release, Windows 7 and 8 users will be able to upgrade to Windows 10 for free. That's a big deal. That's interesting. Mm. Yeah, Clearly, they want everyone on the same page. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm still running Windows 7. I'm on an operating system that will right. be two iterations behind. I think that's what I have in my office. Too. Yeah. yeah. But then again, I, if I am going to upgrade to 10, I think I'm going to wait at least like six months. And let them iron out all the bugs. I think you're giving them a lot of credit by that. <laughs> by six months. Well, I only have a year to get it for free. Ah, so wait till <laughs> you know eleven and a half. <laughs> <laughs> wait until the next operating system, even. Uh, in Windows 10, the Start menu will be able to expand to fill the full screen if you desire. The Action Center or the Notification Center mm-hmm. will receive improved functionality, such as Windows Phone 8.1-esque quick action buttons that activate features like Bluetooth and Wi-Fi with a single click. Now, I should also note, too, that Windows Phone 8.1 users will also be able to upgrade to 10 for free. This is going to be the same operating system on everything. 
It's not like Windows Phone has one OS anymore and the computer has another OS. This is all the same. That's a good move. It is a good move. I think that is smart. The control panel and modern UI PC settings will be condensed into a single interface, which is nice. I did see Windows 8.1 recently, Mm -hmm. and it was frustrating that they were in two different places. Mm -hmm. Cortana, Microsoft's voice-activated digital assistant, will make the jump from Windows Phone to Windows 10 and has added functionality. One example is file searching, where the user can ask Cortana to find PowerPoint slides about the charity auction or show me photos from December, and it will do so. That's pretty cool. Cortana? Yes, Michael. <laughs> you just Find want me Cortana. Boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Should yes, be Michael. like they're right here. <laughs> I almost I thought about getting a Windows phone just because I was like, "Fuck you, Siri. I want Cortana. <laughs> <laughs> She's my girl." But then I actually tried to use Siri, and I went, "Nope, deactivate." <laughs> yeah, right. A new web browser called Spartan. What is the Halo stuff because going on it's with their them? Big thing. I know it's yeah. their biggest. I, let's be honest. If it wasn't for Halo, Microsoft's Xbox would not have survived. Very yeah. true. Very true. A new web browser named Spartan will be part of Windows 10 on mobile devices. It will include note-taking devices and a clipping tool. I'm personally crossing my fingers for an integrated antivirus function that detects threats and screams out, This is Sparta! In response. (laughs) That's just me, though. Windows 10 will be deeply integrated with Xbox capabilities. A new Xbox app will let you chat with your Xbox Live friends, view your achievement information, or access game DVR clips. You can also like, share, and comment on game clips. On local networks, users will be able to stream Xbox One games directly to any Windows 10 device. In addition to all the Windows 10 details, Microsoft also announced Windows Holographic, HoloLens, and Holo Studio. Yeah. Windows Holographic is the software that makes it all possible. Windows HoloLens is a headset that allows you to view and interact with the augmented reality 3D images, and the Holo Studio application will let you make your own holograms. That is insane. According to Microsoft, the HoloLens is the most advanced holographic computer the world has ever known. The headset will be completely wireless with its own high-end CPU and GPU, and it will have a third chip, a holographic processing unit, or HPU, because we need more acronyms in our life. (laughs) It will understand your gestures and voice and spatially map the entire world around us. And unlike AR solutions we've seen up to now, the HoloLens will not need markers, external cameras, a tethered phone, or a PC to help it process the data. That is impressive. Yeah. That's so is, a big deal. So is this going to be like in Iron Man where he takes, <laughs> take, like he takes the hologram and then he takes it apart and he isolates the one thing that he's looking for. And he like, I think it's that yes, basic idea. Exactly what they're doing. Yeah. It's it seems like it. Awesome. Now in the, in the promo video in one of them that they were showing, they actually showed someone sit down on a couch with the HoloLens on open up a window and watch Netflix, like as if it was a big screen TV uh-huh. in their apartment. That's insane. Yeah. Now, do I think it's going to work that well? No. No, I don't. It's not even close to that right now, probably. This is probably projecting toward functionality that we could have mm-hmm. eventually. The technology, this is the basis of what we could Either build. that or they're going to be like, surprise, motherfuckers. Yeah, right. <laughs> Look what we did. Surprise, hey, motherfuckers. Hey, a- <laughs> hey, Apple. Suck it. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. This is the biggest, like, no one expected this coming from Microsoft, the whole hollow part of it. And it is something that Apple is really not doing right now. And Microsoft needed to innovate in a different way in order to compete, to keep competing. And I think this is a possibly very smart way to do so. We'll have to wait and see how successful it is, though. CBS has cast actress Melissa Benoist, ben, Benoist, Benoist. In the title uh, role, we, we don't use. That oh, I'm name. sorry. No, no, that's right. That's right. Sorry. 
<laughs> Vince McMahon's angry. <laughs> CBS has cast actress Melissa Benoist in the title role for their upcoming Supergirl series. Benoist is best known for her role as Marley Rose on Glee and also recently appeared in this year's Academy Award nominated Whiplash. This continues the TV tradition of casting actresses with slightly confusing last names as the Girl of Steel. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. She's very young looking. Like yes, she is. Exceptionally young. She's supposed to be 24 in the series. Like when I saw her in Glee, I remember thinking like, she's cute, but like my daughter kind of cute. Not like. That might be the beginning of a sentence I've never used in my life and probably never will. I want to be honest. When I saw that on Glee. I had not the same thought, but like, I don't think there's something not right. Yeah. Like, like I don't think I'm going to be like, yeah, put that spandex on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's like my sister. I don't think I can watch yeah, this. Yeah, like another way of, another way of There's putting it something is like, about her that's like not sexual well, at all. Keep in mind, this is not the CW. This is CBS and they might be going for wholesome over wanting to bang her. <laughs> no, but what are guys going to watch for? We're not watching for it. We're going to be like, and click. Yeah, but who's to say this is a, a show aimed at guys? It's a girl. Right. On TV. Exactly. Same towards guys. I don't know. Not if they're trying to build like strong uh, female role models. Buffy was not aimed towards guys, I don't think. Yeah, but guys loved that show. They do. So. But we all wanted to bang Buffy. (laughs) Did you? See, I find her sexless. Oh. Yeah, like when I I saw the the girl that they cast as Supergirl, my reaction was, oh, not like, ooh. Right, right, right. Is that different kind of like it's, you know. And if they're going for a wholesome girl next door kind of thing, then maybe, maybe that's what they wanted. Yeah. Or maybe I'm just getting too old to appreciate it. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> uh, moving on. The new breed of mutants has arrived as director Brian Singer has revealed three names joining the cast of X-Men Apocalypse for some pretty hefty roles. Alexandra Ship will play Storm. Sophie Turner will play Jean Grey. And Ty Sheridan will play Cyclops. Now, I'm pretty unfamiliar with mm. all of these people. The kid playing Cyclops looks really familiar. Does right? he? Yeah, he's definitely been. Did you see the picture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I will have images up at the uh, the show notes at thegeekgeneration.com if people want to check that out. But they did list some things that these people had been in, and I just really, I don't think, had watched a whole bunch of it at all. Sophie Turner, I guess, is from Game of Thrones. Yeah, she's Sansa Stark. She's okay. like the one of the bigger roles from the last season. That's great because she already has kind of like the red hair, mm-hmm. sort of. I don't know if they're going to go Phoenix. Well, Apocalypse. Jean Grey has red hair, so yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it works out. And I think she she'd do a good job. I love her uh, her um, Instagrams and vines and stuff. She's super funny. Oh, really? Yeah, she goes on. Uh, she used to do it a lot with uh, the other Stark girl. God, what's her name? The the youngest one. Um, I forgot her name already. But uh, they used to do a lot of stuff together. Hmm. It's just like kind of like cute, funny kind of stuff. You okay. Know? But, uh, yeah, Sylvie Turner, I like that. So we are going to get those characters again, as we had speculated, just younger versions of them because yeah. of So the next the movie time is moving away from the older cast. And yes. we're continuing with the young cast. Yes. So yep. we're going to see a lot less of the older cast. And Absolutely. They're, almost, they're going to just fade out of that, huh? Yeah, and yet this is the end of this new first-class trilogy. So who knows if they'll – I don't think they have any current plans to continue beyond Apocalypse. Like this could be Apocalypse the Apocalypse is a now. one-shot deal movie again? It's just the one, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like they're You want a two parter? I just feel like they're taking such big stories and they condense mm-hmm. them into a quick movie. Right. Which we always go, Why couldn't you do that? But in this case it's like you could expand upon it and make it mm-hmm. more. Yeah, but who knows what the story actually is? Like what what apocalypse story are they gonna go with? See, apocalypse to me is like a big deal, like 
with what they're doing with the Avengers. It's but Apocalypse is also just the villain. It's not like this is an apocalypse. No, like, I know that. Okay. I know what Apocalypse is. Okay. Apocalypse is like, um, uh, who's the bad guy for the event? The ultimate. Thanos. Oh, Thanos. Yeah. Like, it's the same idea. Like, I feel like he should have been building all this time. Or, yeah. Or that they could start to build him now because he's a huge character. He is. He's like, arguably their biggest this enemy. Be, this should be the big battle that does end the movie series. Right. Like, and I'm worried they're not going to do this right. The one we just saw was good. It was. But again, I thought that was going to be a two-parter for sure. Right, because that's such a huge story. And they condensed it all into one They quick. did. I think it was a mistake to try and jam in as much as they did. They yeah. tried to jam. Not good. Not good. Hey, food news. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the ultimate distraction in here. Food news. Nabisco has revealed another new flavor in their line of limited edition Oreos, Red Velvet. Mm. Set to hit U.S. store shelves on February 2nd, the chocolatey red cookies surround a cream cheese flavored center and will be available for six to eight weeks. I plan on buying a bunch of them. <laughs> I don't care about Red Velvet at all. Like uh, the flavor doesn't interest me. I just plan on manufacturing some form of chocolate covered uh, Red Velvet cookies, whether I assume white chocolate would be to Mm-hmm. what people could. would want it wrapped in yeah yeah probably for like valentine's day purposes yeah yeah i like i mean red velvet the flavor i mean i like it when it's done like the traditional way because it's got a little bit of that tang from <laughs> vinegar in it in the flavor so mm-hmm. i mean but i'm guessing the red velvet oreo is just gonna be sweet right so red velvet too is one of those uh amorphous flavors yeah. Where there is no one true red velvet. Right. It's just, mm. it, it's more about the coloring of it. It generally has a, a subtle chocolate yeah. taste, but ultimately there's no one red velvet. So it is weird whenever someone comes out with, this is our standard for red velvet. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell does that even mean? Yeah. Tom Hardy, who is set to play Rick Flagg in the Suicide Squad movie, has dropped out due to scheduling conflicts. Reports state that Jake Gyllenhaal was being sought after as a replacement, but that actor has also passed on the role. Oh, so know. Suicide Squad is down by one. Yeah, uh, the cast so far is great. It is great I, at this point, and I don't think Rick Flag, even though he's supposed to be the leader, quote unquote, mm-hmm. of the Suicide Squad, I don't think needs to be anything major. I almost felt like Tom Hardy was maybe being wasted. Yeah, in that role where he could do something bigger. Mm-hmm. Granted, he was already Bane, but this is a different universe we're talking about. Right. People are complaining about that too, not realizing that the Nolan verse and the They're new DCU separate. are yeah. totally separate. Scarlett Johansson has been cast in the lead role of DreamWorks live-action Ghost in the Shell movie. Ooh. Ooh. In Japan, the huge success of the comics led to a number of anime film adaptations, a TV series, and a series of video games. The story follows the exploits of a member of a covert ops unit of the Japanese National Public Safety Commission that specializes in fighting technology-related crime. Ghost in the Shell is scheduled to hit the big screen on April 14th, 2017. I think i saw the ghost in the shell anime yeah. movie i don't really remember it because i saw it when i was like too little to process anime i think <laughs> they they used to play it a lot on uh toonami like when toonami was on yeah, yeah not yeah. the current iteration of toonami but you know when we the were original sure right during the 90s um and volpe you'll be interested in this there's a lot of nudity in the ghost in the shell uh universe and i yeah, I mean, and if it involves you don't think they're gonna anything. dial it back? Oh, I don't know. They probably will, but you know, you'll get glances of like side, side butt, boob, side button, side I'm boob. In. Okay, you know, doesn't take much, does it? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah, worth ten seventy five. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's there. I'm, I will see it. 
All right. More food news. Okay. So food right, and boobs. I know. <laughs> Jeez. It's like food, boobs, food. This wasn't even intentional. Mm. Coming in late February, Frito-Lay's Cheetos brand will roll out Cheetos Sweetos, yeah. a cinnamon sugar puff snack. The limited time offering follows a successful 2013 holiday launch of a sweet snack by sister brand Lay's with Lay's wavy potato chips dipped in milk chocolate, which were fantastic. They were pretty good, yeah. I'm not a huge potato chip fan, but the salty sweet of those was really good. Cheetos thing. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Here's hoping for a successful launch so that maybe one day America will also have easier access to Japan's Mountain Dew flavored Cheetos, (laughs) which we enjoyed quite a bit. Well, since we're all going to get the Japanese box. Right, right. We're all going to get hop on Japan crate. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I think it it sounds fine. Like people always, when you hear Cheetos, and it's why people are kind of <laughs> Cheetos Sweetos. No, the Japanese. Oh, Japan crate. Just Japan crate. Because I'll go home and go, what the hell was it? <laughs> well, this is recorded. <laughs> I know. But then I'll forget. <laughs> okay. People think it's gross, and they thought so too when we talked about Mountain Dew flavored Cheetos. Oh, it was awesome. Because they assume cheese is in the equation yeah. because they're Cheetos, but it's not. It's just the rice puff, which is essentially flavorless. Yeah. And you can kind of put whatever you want on it so cinnamon and sugar yeah why the hell not that yeah. sounds fine i hope they sell them in like big bags <laughs> there's <laughs> like, I don't no want doubt those, like shitty little small snacks right like, i want like the big like costco size bags <laughs> just, ah, just like shoving them in your mouth <laughs> coat those in chocolate too mm. put everything chocolate on everything 20th century fox has revealed release dates for several upcoming movies gambit the x-men spinoff starring channing tatum will arrive on october 7th 2016 Mm-hmm. The next film in the Planet of the Apes franchise has been moved to July fourteenth, two thousand seventeen, which will allow, <laughs> which will allow an extra year for production. They are very special effects heavy, so that's understandable. Uh, the Fantastic Four two, the sequel to this summer's upcoming reboot of the superhero team, will release on June second, two thousand seventeen. You guys gonna see it? Until it's probably canceled when no one goes to see the first, <laughs> the first one. one. I was gonna say, are you guys gonna see it? I really don't. I don't really care about the Fantastic to. Four. I'm not a huge Fantastic Four fan, and from what I've read of the synopsis of the movie, it looks atrocious. It sounds so bad. It is. But that's not even the problem. It's just It sounds like they, again, just fail to understand these characters. They're just changing them too much. Yeah. It when when I think you talked about it on the show, right? If like a bunch uh, a while ago about like the story and how it sounds just utterly terrible. <laughs> and yeah. Doom's supposed to be like that's his a online hacker. handle because he's a hacker. Yeah. Like instead of this like the, diplomat that runs Latveria. Yeah. Dipl- yeah, we are gonna look back one Dictator. day and go, that was the beginning of the end for the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe. <laughs> Except they're not a part of it. They're a Fox creation. Yeah. But still, Marvel no, owns the characters. They, they do, but this movie is not a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is totally separate. Yeah. Fox's stuff and Sony's stuff is completely separate. That's why they, they both suck. <laughs> and X Men is separate. Who's X Men? X Men is uh, still Marvel, but it's not. It's a Fox movie. That's the only thing they did right. Yeah. Finally, the big screen adaptation of Assassin's Creed, starring Michael mm. Fassbender, will now be released on December twenty first. Surprised him. December 21st, 2016, the Monday before Christmas. Mm. I'm a little surprised it's him, too. He seems like a higher caliber of actor. Isn't that Magneto? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, Yeah, and I'm picturing his face and going, no, you're not the assassin. Yeah, Mm. it is weird. It is weird. I'm hoping that he elevates the movie by him being in it, but I don't necessarily see it. I hope it's a good time travel movie. I hope so, too. I hope it's good. Yeah. And like right I before think, Christmas would be good. It's a Christmas movie. The think, games aren't good anymore, so they might as well make a good movie. I think Fastbender would be good. He'll be good in developing the character 
outside of the assassin side of it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like the character who becomes the assassin, if that's, if this is some kind of origin right. story. So he'll be good at developing that. But then once, you know, the hood comes on and he straps on all the tools, right. then, then it's kind of like, who cares who that guy exactly. is? Exactly. But I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, hopefully he elevates it. Yeah. Like you said. And I think they need to not have him play one of the existing assassins from yeah. the current game. I would like to see another Tomb Raider movie. I would too. Why aren't we doing that? I don't know. Would you? Would you, now? Would you want another Tomb Raider movie? Yeah, if I want that girl, uh, Lindsay, whatever. To be tomb, yeah, I want yeah. her to be Tomb Raider. <laughs> she's she's a good girl. Look at the right age yeah. to do yeah, it. Too. Yeah, yeah. She's on Agent Carter right now too. She's actually very good in it. Oh, he's a lucky guy to have him on her. Oh. 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 Agent Carter's a girl. Oh. Well, then she... I'm just oh, saying... Oh, I was thinking of the other... Yeah. What's his face? Agent... Uh, whatever the fuck his name is. Coulson. Coulson. Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> Maybe I just wish I was him. Maybe. With her on me. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is going in a whole weird direction. <laughs> so now it's a lesbian show? Wait a minute. What happened? Let's bring it back around. HBO has confirmed that the new seasons of Game of Thrones, Silicon Valley, and Veep will debut back-to-back on Sunday. April 12th, starting at 9 p.m. So what you're saying is on April 12th, I'm not going to get anything done after 9 p.m.? Pretty much. Uh, Is that the same day Daredevil hits? No. Daredevil is, I think, April 10th. It's the same weekend, maybe. Yeah, good Lord. (laughs) We're in trouble. Uh, AMC's Emmy and Golden Globe award-winning drama Mad Men will kick off its final seven episodes on Sunday, April 5th at 10 p.m. I think people have been waiting for that for quite a while at this point. The CW has announced the premiere date for another one of their comic book-based shows, iZombie, with the first episode to debut Tuesday, March 17th at 9 p.m. following a new episode of The Flash, which is probably the best slot you can be in on the CW right now. Mm -hmm. Sony has announced that their live-action adaptation of Brian Michael Bendis' Powers will premiere on the PlayStation Network on March 10th. The first three episodes Mm -hmm. will debut on PSN that day, with a new episode to premiere every following Tuesday. In addition, the pilot episode will be available for free to everyone at PlayStation.com slash powers. Cool. Always down for getting some free content. If you're a PS Plus member, that stuff is free for you to watch, which is awesome. And I am, so I shall. (laughs) (laughs) The CW has renewed several of their shows, including Arrow for a fourth season, The Flash for a second season, Supernatural for a whopping 11th season, and The 100 for a third season. The CW also revealed that DC Comics hero Vixen will be getting her own animated series on their online branch CW Seed, which will take place in the same universe as the Flash and Arrow series and will even feature appearances by the two heroes. Mm. Uh, for people that are not familiar with Vixen, she appeared in the Justice League cartoon as well. She uh, has a necklace, a pendant that she wears that allows her to take the powers of any animal one at a time. So she could have like the flight abilities of a bird. Mm -hmm. But then when she switches to like the strength of a bear, she only has that at that time. So she can only take one at a time, but any animal she can pull from, which is cool. Even more, there are discussions taking place at the network of another Arrow spinoff starring Brandon Routh's superhero counterpart, The Atom. While Routh has yet to appear in costume on the show, it's evident that it will happen and a spinoff series could largely depend on fan reaction to those events. Do you think they're stretching themselves too far with this? I don't know. I mean, I think if you're going to develop a universe on TV, you want to do it slow enough so that people, you know, get build a relationship with the character. Mm-hmm. I think they've done so with Arrow. I think people are getting there with Flash, yep. even though it's still in the first season. But uh, I think 
when you like they're at at the very least they're diversifying it. They're not putting everybody on TV. Sure. You know, like at and like the like Vixen's going to be on you know like a online, online thing, sure. and and Adam is just kind of coming into it. Um, I think putting the news out there so far in advance might kind of wear people out of it when we haven't like, even seen him yet. Right. Yeah. yeah like you yeah. know, you already know he's Adam and he's going to be on the show. But you haven't seen him in the the, the costume. Yeah, yeah like, no, it's weird. Yeah, so I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, Although they did the same with Flash, we yeah. obviously hadn't seen him in costume. We didn't. The accident hadn't happened. Yeah, he yet. hadn't had his powers yet. So, so was, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Everything's just wait and see. Yeah, because <laughs> it mean, is. It really cause, is. Because if you pass judgment over it, and then like, and then something's pretty odd, like Flash. You know, if you'd pass judgment over it, right? And then you're like, oh, it, damn, it's so good. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> pretty good. Damn it, you know. So. Uh, lastly, Fox has renewed Bob's Burgers for a sixth season, which I'm thrilled about. I love that show. Ordering 22 additional episodes of the Emmy Award-winning animated series. The network also announced that they've renewed Gotham for a second season. Pretty sure nobody's surprised about that. CBS has renewed new series NCIS New Orleans, Madam Secretary, and Scorpion for the 2015-2016 season. Those were all new shows this year that are all getting a second season. That's cool. Showtime has ordered 12 episodes for a sixth season of Shameless, the network's highest rated comedy. I kind of fell off on Shameless, to be yeah. honest. Like, I, I haven't seen it at all. I watched maybe like the first couple of seasons because the, the draw for me was Emmy Rossum because she's cute. She's adorable. Yeah, she's I saw a movie recently with her called Comet. Uh-huh. It's her and Justin Long. And right, it, right, right. It, did you hear about it? Yeah, or? I heard about it. I haven't seen it. It's though. interesting. It's worth a watch. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and then I fell off because it was kind of like, like it's – it's about that hustle, you know, loyalty and respect. You can't see me. <laughs> Sorry, oh no. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's kind of about like their hustle to like make their way in the world. And like Emmy Rossum is kind of like the one that's kind of mm. holding it together, I mm-hmm. guess. Cause like, uh, William H. Macy's the junkie father. And okay. Everybody else is just, they're just kids. I watch that guy so, all day. Yeah. Right. He's awesome. He's awesome. So like trying to like piece their life together and, stay afloat sort of cool like you respect that struggle but it's also like you get tired of it after a little while because you're like this is depressing (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, i get that okay then final thoughts or something you'd like to plug mike volby follow me on instapoo probably yeah sbv supplements would be the one to follow or you could do westerly fitness okay we post stuff every now and then Every now and then. Every now and then. Every I am getting other people to post stuff for me because I don't have time for this. Because you're the boss and you can. <laughs> no. <laughs> Paulo? Um, I have nothing to plug. Okay. Oh, that's fine. See everything else we do, head on over to thegeekgeneration.com. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We always appreciate those. You can follow us at thegeekgeneration.com slash Tumblr and at Geek Generation on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Night Angel. Support the show by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash support. You can send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. Next week, we'll be back with our 2014 wrap-up as well as my top 10 movies of 2014, which is always a big show for us. So we will see you then. Later. See ya. Hi. Make it so.